0: Uh-huh. I love this song. Tell me about this right here. Aaron Hall and Heavy D.
1: Here comes a brother with glow A snuggling, bubbling, overweight, loving, hugging
0: pro So what's it gonna be? Me or the TV? Let me take time to set your mind and your body free So why don't you just stretch, yeah, stretch, stretch for a Play while the so I can cop a quick rap, Shake me, shake me, baby, baby, bake me Don't need to fake, here I am, come on and take me Wine your body, baby, move your body I see you slip sliding, come on and do it, I'm not quite sure as to what is going down But I'm feeling hunky about this thing, but i Yeah, yeah, man
1: New Jack Swing vibes kicking off. New Jack there, Swing man. Man. vibes. It. Shout out to Teddy Riley, the king of New Jack Swing. That was Heavy D. Now that we found love, man. Yeah, Rest man. in peace, Heavy. Featuring Aaron Hall and the, the, the Great Lips. Aaron, the great Hall. Aaron Hall. The Great A Hall. A Hall. A Hall. Welcome to another week of the We Sound Crazy podcast. Philionaire has arrived in the building. Claude Kelly is present. Chuck Harmony is here.
2: Bacon for Macon is here.
1: So attendance is all there. We look like we're all here. We're
0: all here. We're all on time.
1: <laughs> all time, on point. We're ready. We're ready. We're set. We set. Yeah. We set. Let's go. We sound
3: crazy.
4: So what y'all been listening to? Y'all already know what I've been listening to. I know what you've been listening to. Man. Timon,
2: that,
0: Timon what have you been listening to, brother?
4: I text you about it yes. uh, yesterday.
2: So for those of you that haven't heard the greatness of Miss Brandy Norwood. She released the The Greatness. The yeah, the greatness, greatness wow. of Miss Brandy Rihanna Norwood. <laughs> is that her middle name? Uh, Rihanna? Yes. Rihanna. Oh, Rayana.
1: Okay. Not Rihanna. Oh, Is um, it Rihanna?
2: But uh she released a new single called Rather Be. Mm. And it's uh track number three off the new album B seven, which set, is
0: set it up, set it up, set it up. Well set
2: it up. You okay. pre ordered Jamal? Yes, I,
4: I pre ordered two CDs. The vinyl, and I bought it on Apple Music. So wow, yeah, like you, are for real yeah. Brandy fan. She's
2: one of the only one, well, one of the few that I actually go that hard for. That's crazy. In twenty twenty, like it, it's it's still an experience for me. It, it it takes me back to when I was eight and I bought her first album from Media. Boy. Wow,
0: that's awesome. Though. It, it feels that good to me. That, that magic still being yeah. there is awesome. Yeah. It's, it's admirable.
4: It's, it's so pure. They're pure, Timon. It's so pure. The, yeah. the, the love between artists and, and fan. fan is so pure. That's
2: actually dope. Yeah. I was told by someone recently, they were like, Timon, there's still an innocence about you when it comes to music. And they were like, please don't lose that. Very true. Right.
4: Because I'm not innocent no more. New Brandy. <laughs> oh,
1: no, that's not Brandy. <laughs> I was like, that shit jamming. Okay, let me take it back. Like, new, new Monica. <laughs> okay, let me go. Let me focus. New B. New B. <laughs> <laughs> so this is the new brandy tomorrow. It's called Rather B. Rather B. Rather B. I'd rather be kissing you, baby.
3: Yeah. I'd rather be kissing you, baby. Yeah. I don't need you. i just give you to me. I'd rather be kissing you.
1: And produced by, I'm assuming my brother DJ, DJ Camber. Yeah. I heard the Hey DJ newbie rocker.
2: Antonio Dixon is one of the writers on there. Oh wow, Victoria yeah. Monet too. Yeah.
1: So did DJ yeah. Camber do a lot on the songs on the record? Yeah,
2: he's like one of the executive producers.
1: Really? Yeah. New album and it's B7, right?
2: Yeah, B7. I'll be listening
1: to the album as well. I'm going to order the vinyl as well. I think B7. I'm
4: going to order
1: Bingo. Yeah. Bingo. B7. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Bingo! <laughs> and
1: the next ball up is B seven. Bingo. Um, Phil, what you been listening to? You know, man, I'm just on my hip hop vibe this week. It's um, it's Do my share. little my little top down situation. I pull out the garage and I turn on my brother DJ Khaled and Drizzy Drake, pop Ooh. star. Let's go, bitches.
5: Just... We the best music. 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 Another one, yeah. DJ Khaled bitches calling my phone like I'm locked up now stop. from the plane to the fucking helicopter yo cops pulling up like I'm giving drugs i no no i'm a pop star not a doctor Bitches calling my phone like I'm locked up now stop. from the plane to the fucking helicopter yeah. cops pulling up like I'm giving drugs i no no i'm a pop star not a doctor like nah, hey
1: yeah. like nah, nah. no, DJ Khaled we the best yeah, featuring Drake. Drizzy. Pop Star. Yeah. Pop Sky. So that's what I'm listening to this week. Uh, you know, you know this artist Jacob Collier. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Crazy. Yeah. This new one featuring. He's
0: so dope. This new song featuring Rhapsody, He Won't Hold You. Mm. Ooh, ooh. Have you heard this? It's insane. Yeah. Dope. They
3: won't hold you.
5: Baby, since
3: you left me, it's
6: been so long since your body held me. Won't you come and save me? Never was misunderstood, baby. I
1: tried. Since the day you met me. That sounds good.
4: Man. He's a brilliant musician, man. Yeah, he is. I, we saw his Tiny Desk series from NPR, and yes. it, it really just, it really put him high on my list yeah. of new artists. What's I love that? her, absolutely, Joe.
1: I, I need to hear her verse. Yo, her Man. verse on there is crazy.
0: Go ahead.
5: Things rearranged. We miss what is not the same. I learned the value of what we had taught by pain. Caught the rain, used it to wash my wounds. Learned the other side's grass wasn't as green. I bloomed, I grew. Took separation to get closer to you. You didn't let go, and I held on to. Your arms were my armor. Karma cut us loose. You learn value, I learn truth. No one holds me down the way you do. But your feelings I let spill over and over and over. Just to cover for insecurities I couldn't show to hell. I had to face myself, my fears, my fails. Now I know there's nothing I can't do. I dance in the rain knowing I can swim too. Found liberation, found my freedom. Where it begins is without you. I understand now. My only one, without you.
0: I love rhapsody. Woo. Yeah, man, just, she's so talented. Yeah. That was all so carefully done. hmm Yeah, her tone, the way that she delivered art. it, it's yeah. art. That was art. Beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. What you about to say? I was going to
2: say I was actually supposed to see Jacob Collier in concert this year, but.
0: Coronavirus Coronavirus. Corona's ass (laughs) Coronavirus Coronavirus
4: Ruined all of that shit Chuck what you been listening to? Uh, J. Cole just put out a new one called Mm -hmm. Oh man Lion King on Ice Man Bro
1: You heard this film? Yes I have It's crazy You know what? I'm listening to that as well That's my vibe man Yeah Yeah, man that's crazy Shout out to J. Cole Dreamville
5: I ain't gonna lie I got blood on my hands I ain't gonna lie I got blood on my shoes I ain't gon' lie, I got real, real big plans. I ain't gon' lie, I got a whole lot to prove. Uh, sip from the bottle for shit that we bottling in. Going live, but we not on the gram. It's the land of supply and demand. All my young niggas chopping up grams. And them choppers won't their hands. Packing lay like they got an exam. If it's beef, my nigga look just like homework. they got their eye on your mans. I pray to God at a jam. too many done died in these parts, so we gotta be smarter, we tryna see August, some nigga won't make it past summer, regardless, I'm trying my hardest to stack my deposit, these niggas be looking at me like I got it, deep down inside though I still feel as broke as that nigga who just graduated from college, scraping up chains they got left in my pockets, I'm trying to make nickels turn into a dollar, riding the train way too shy to go holler, just watch it get off at a stop, I'm a coward, fuck it though, you got a way bigger target, I'ma do it so big they won't know what to call it, sound like a whole limbo truck in my stomach, bitch I ain't hungry, this feeling is starving, gotta move mama from out of my apartments, gotta put bill on the map. we God. And gotta hit hoes, you hang up in your locker Gotta get rich cause my granny bit tight And gotta make hit cause there nothing I flop And gotta stay me in the process Nigga, just me, it was dice. I I'm down like his father My nigga has why you bother We should've caught him in murder. I said we gotta move smarter don't wanna be the reason for one more sad song I tried to warn niggas, they wouldn't last long I hope that you see how they came and they went They shots never hit, but they made their attempts May have a good year like that name on the blip But you know what it take to be popping this long Dedication Woo. on another level Nigga never seen in their life Man, That's new J. Cole, man Cole he's, World Y'all know
1: he's one of my favorites I had to let He's that one of my ride. favorites too, yeah man, Cole Man, that dude world. is so talented Yeah,
4: man, he's making
1: music Yeah music. music Crazy So guys, I'm hearing that there is a new single by the lovely, the incomparable, the illustrious Chandelas. That's what they said. That's that's, that's what, what they said. Called fear has no place. Yeah, man. That's the truth. That is the that truth. is the truth, man. Fear has no place. Listen, we
0: committed to making music for the times, not the trends. And so, the, I mean, y'all, the ladies been on the show. You know what they're about. They're the truth tellers. So yeah. it was their
4: idea. Yeah, they came to us and they was like, "Yo." Like when all the George Floyd stuff happened, it was
0: like, yo, we just want to speak to the times. And so, I mean, we, we were honored to have artists that want to be that kind of an artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're like, absolutely. So we were actually working on this song for their album anyway. So it was already in the works. But then we sit, sat back and listened to it. We're like, whoa, this is exactly what the world needs to hear from black women, from black artists, from um, a girl group from American music right now there needs to be a soundtrack to what's going on right now there's not enough music that's that's literally talking to the heart of people not just trying to be seen but, right. but like coming from coming from the heart to the heart yeah and then
4: addressing what the 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 real things that we're facing as a people it's not necessarily a a black or white thing it's not a rich or poor thing it's like we 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 are fighting principalities and powers that that we need to recognize mm-hmm. and so <clears throat> Making fear the the enemy, which it is for all progress, um, and this song was really deliberate, and I, I feel like hopefully it'll touch a chord with people. It's so appropriate for right now, and yeah. just like when you
2: get toward the end, it's just like the climax of it all. It's just it's so so dope. I, I just I, it's much needed in where we are right now. So Thank I you, appreciate man. the record
1: right on time, man. I love it. I really want to hear the the. Uh, Alternate version that I heard that, that exists, though. But I, I love the song. Yeah, man. And just, it feels, it feels very authentic and just heartfelt and just, man, what we're dealing with in our world right now is yeah. right on time. And I respect the Shindellas for using their platform to talk about things that are happening because it's so easy to t- kind of look the other way. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. to actually say, no, we're going to dress this head on. And the lyrics are just, yeah.
0: Yeah, man. And they're singing their behinds off. Oh, they're yeah. As always. Faces off. Yeah. yeah, that's,
4: that's just... That's what
1: they do. That's what they yeah. do. It's,
4: it's so crazy because over the, 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 uh, the quarantine season, which we were still in, uh, they got a chance to view the, the Clark Sisters uh, movie mm-hmm. that came out, and they were so inspired vocally by that movie. So when we came in to do these vocals, it was just they went to another level, even from where they were, and they were already dope. Crazy though. They are crazy definitely dope. students of music and, and um, rock and roll. Rock and roll That's 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 what we wanted to create And it's here right now The new single From the Shindellas It's a Loyo production Louis Short. Loyo Oh yes
1: yeah. Fear has no Fear. place
3: Now don't you start with me You get no part of me So get as far from me As you can be Nothing but harmony Is where I wanna be And you're distracting me From destiny I'm talking to my down, shattered so many doubts, so I can be this woman I've become, from here it's only up, if it ain't peace and love, then set me free.
1: Corona Survivors. Yeah, <laughs> Corona Survivors. Corona
0: Survivors,
6: we ain't gon' give up, <laughs> we not gon' stop, <laughs> <it>. <laughs> oh.
3: now
0: that you're out of
3: my life.
1: Child you've heard of them before I'm sure I believe so we nine million so nine million at the time and counting and counting and yeah. counting uh my good friend Matthew Knowles mm. very uh I guess I would say an important legendary legendary
4: legendary force
1: behind Would you think of Destiny's Child and Solange yeah legendary just black business person absolutely yeah. yeah like
0: you think you think of Matthew Knowles you think of Barry Gordy yeah
1: legendary legendary yeah I want to see if we can get him on the line. You know what I mean? I always I like to roll the Yo, dice. Yo, Phil,
0: if you can get him I on mean, the line, the-
4: you are the man right now. You would be legendary if you get him on the line. You would be legendary if you can get him on the line. Let's
1: see. We can get Matthew knows. Let's see. Let Billionaire. Billionaire. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the Rolodex of Champions.
1: <laughs> the Rolodex. That's good. <laughs> that's really good. I need a t shirt that says that, Chuck. Oh. Oh, first Uh-oh. ring. Ringing. Hey Phil. So, We Sound Crazy Podcast listeners, I'm honored. He answered the phone for us. Oh, Lord. He is a a, a record executive. Yes. Talent manager. Yes. Entrepreneur. Yes. Yes. He's an author. Yes. Yes. He's an educator. Yes. Yes. It's my good friend, Dr. Matthew Knowles. Hey, Phil. How are you, man? Matthew, I'm honored. You're sitting here on the We Sound Crazy Podcast. I got my brothers, Claude Kelly and Chuck Harmony in the building. Yeah, Timon Bacon. We're all here just hanging out, man. Just honored uh, that you picked up. Hey, brothers. So what's up, Phil? Take us back to Gaston, Alabama. You were born there. That's where it all started. Uh, How did you, you know, just let's take us back on the business journey. Where did this all start, your love for music and just the music business for that matter?
6: Well, good question, Phil. You know, I grew up in a little small town, 30,000 people. Phil, I grew up on a dirt road with an outside bathroom. Uh, and that's my humble beginnings. Mm. Uh, we weren't rich, uh, none of that. My parents uh, were hardworking people. My mom made three dollars a day as a color fade, my dad made thirty dollars a week. Uh, but they were entrepreneurs. My dad convinced those folks he worked with to use the truck. My mom made quilts on the weekend, so that's where I got my entrepreneurial spirit. And on Sundays, after Sunday dinner, my dad and mom would go in the living room. You might be a little too young, but maybe some of your listeners, the, the living room where they had plastic. And, and as a kid, mm. you were to keep your butt out of the living room. <laughs> but, 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 but on Sundays, my dad was, could dance. My dad was about six four, four hundred 400 pounds, but he could dance, man. Mm-hmm. And, and so they had battle, And I became, without knowing it, the DJ. And I became, without knowing it, started to look at liner notes, and I could tell the m- mode of my dad. Uh, I had a dime, a nickel, and quarter to put on top of the needle to make sure it didn't scratch.
3: Mm-hmm. And
6: so... I started my playlist as a kid. And on Sundays, every Sunday, they danced. And, and, and that's how I kind of got the love of music in my bones.
1: So fast forward, you worked for the Xerox Corporation for, you know, over a decade. And then you decided to start a career in music, which started with uh, your daughter was a part of that, you know, transition. But what made you say, I'm, I'm doing well at Xerox. I'm an executive doing well, but now I'm going to go out on my own and, and invest my time and resources to develop, uh, ultimately a group that was one of the biggest groups in the history of music. But talk about that, that time from Xerox to the transition of stepping out on your own.
6: Sure. You know, the media has created this story. You know, I rolled with the story for a while, Phil. Uh, It sounded great, but it's not the accurate story. Mm -hmm. And it's time that I tell my story instead of his story. Wow. Uh, I, I worked for 10 years after Xerox. Uh, I was in a medical division of Xerox. Uh, then I left Xerox after 10 years, and I worked with the medical division of Philips. Uh, I sold MRI and CT scanners, one of the black first blacks in America to do that. Then I went to Johnson & Johnson, a division called Codman, that I became a neurosurgical specialist. So the easiest thing I've ever done was music, Phil. Mm.
0: The hardest
6: thing (laughs) I've done is is in an operating room uh, when someone's head is open and the neurosurgeon asking me, what do I do next, Mr. Nose? Now, that's some hard stuff. Uh, But then managed care happened. And one day the the, uh, neurosurgeon said he couldn't use my instruments anymore and I lost my passion at that time because I don't sell cost; I sell quality. And so, then I called my damn wife and I said, I can't do this anymore. Like, a lot of us, you know, we, we come to a part of our, our life that we, we, our passion just leaves. So I had to think hard, like, what is it that I love? And I mm-hmm. went back to my childhood of music. Always loved music. 70s was the best music, by the way. And, and you know, I then said, I'm going back to school. I'm going to take courses in music business. I'm going to go to every seminar I can, began to build relationships, because you know how important relationships are to in the industry. But at the same time, a defining moment happened, and that's Beyonce was in this little girl group. I, I didn't care about that at the time. All I did was drop off, went and played basketball, came back and picked up. That was the extent of my involvement Mm -hmm. until they went to Star Search and they lost. Mm. And I couldn't take seeing these kids crying. At the same time, I had decided I wanted to leave the, the medical industry. So I started Music World Entertainment. And also about his story that's wrong, the first record deal I got was not, was not, I repeat, Destiny's Child. The first record deal I got with a major record label called MCA. You remember MCA? Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah MCA, of course. Everybody from Puffin to Mary J, I can go on and on and on. Uh, and the rapper's name is Lil O. So if you look up Lil O in his single, Can't Stop, you will see it features this girl group called Destiny which became destiny's child
3: I can't stop. Oh, oh, oh. I can't stop.
6: so that's why i'm glad we're having this interview because i want to make sure that it's my story rather than his story
0: that's good that is so good yeah and it's important that we tell our stories accurately yeah especially now
1: crazy so matthew you you got two daughters i mean i i think i can we can safely say they're both talented you know I think the the world i think the world i think I the, world, I think the so. world would agree yeah. uh, <laughs> just to, you know say but so tell me about just the young you know them as children when did you recognize you know what beyonce and Solange there's something there, and i you know I need to recognize this gift this talent and like what what age would you say that was around oh uh, for beyonce well
6: actually it, for both of them is about when they were three and four, it's not that I recognized the talent. I recognize their passion. Mm. Uh, And that's what parents were supposed to do is to understand what our kids love and surround them with the tools. And and both of them, they always love to entertain. Solange was wearing stripes and circles and zigzags uh, when she was a little kid. So for her to be a fashionista today as well as a recording artist and entertainer is not surprising. Beyonce was always... Singing, always singing, and music was always in our home. Uh, I love jazz, I love jazz. I love R&B. We were always listening to music, and so we. Then they, as little kids, we put them into a dance troupe. Uh, they went on to win a lot of awards as little kids, as dancers. And then one day, it was a category called sing and dance. And her choreographer, Beyonce's choreographer, asked if she could put her in that category. We said, okay. And, and she won. And, and as a kid, she never lost ever in competition, ever, other than when she was in Girls' Time and at one time. Um, so that's been their passion forever.
0: We sound crazy... Matthew, this is Claude. I, I was curious to you know. You said that uh, when they, when they were growing up, you remember always just playing music and having them sing along. And I was just curious to know what songs come to mind immediately when you think of that time. What songs were you playing in the house that influenced? Mm, good that influenced a young Beyoncé Solange that was playing in that household that brought so much joy.
6: Oh uh, yeah, I, 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 that's a really good question. Uh, for Beyoncé, it was imagine.
3: Imagine.
6: For Salons, it was, I like your smile. You so. And those were the songs that they also competed in. You know, I go on in my book, uh, Destiny Shala Untold Story. I, I, I share uh, a key artist development early, early on. I think Beyonce might have been 11, 12 years old. And she was going to sing, imagine. Uh, and and I came up with this idea that I'm going to take her to the poorest Black neighborhood in Houston. It was 100 degrees, which is typical Houston. I left the windows down on the way because I wanted her to feel how it is for people who don't have the opportunity to hair, have air conditioning. Then we pulled up to a row house in Houston. And just at random. And some people were sitting on the porch, uh, grandma, a little baby, running around in diapers. Uh, and we just came up with some water and, and they were fanning and hot and said, hi, you know, I said, ma'am, you know, I just want my daughter to, to learn the world. Would you mind if we just sat here and talked to you for a while? And we did. Then we were on the way to another neighborhood. Here's this white man carrying a, pushing a basket. I said, Beyonce, why don't you go help? And he was homeless. I said, why don't you go help that homeless man? And I have a photo today with her, the, the, the guy kissing her on the cheek, telling her thank you. Mm. And then we went to a Hispanic neighborhood, just pulled up. They were having a birthday party, said hello. They didn't know who we were. Uh, and then they invited us to the, the party, and she started playing with the girls. I wanted Beyonce to know how to interpret a song rather than singing a song. I don't want her singing, imagine, not knowing how the world is and that there's so many different people mm. that some don't have the privilege and some are privileged, and, and what that feels like and what does that look like. So whenever she sung a song, I wanted her
0: to interpret that song from her heart and not from her head. Mm. Wow. Man, that's good. Wow. That's the kind of deliberate training and 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 love that makes someone the kind of artist that Beyonce is today. That's crazy. Crazy.
1: Matthew, I see um, Claude Kelly cross the room flicking the lights on and off. Yeah, I think he, 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 he's a, <laughs> you're going to put me on the spot like that. He, but you're flicking the lights on and off. So I think you're trying to. All right, <laughs> all right, all right, all
0: right. Well, since you said it. It's like, look at me. <laughs> no, the reason he's saying that, Matthew, is because there is an urban legend. Urban legend. that we have, I'm, I'm a songwriter. Chuck is a producer. We've been in the business for about 12, 13, 15 years now. And ever since I've been in this business, there's been this urban legend about the Matthew Knowles walking into the record label, I believe Columbia Records, and flicking the lights on and off and saying, we pay the bills in here. Get it together. So I've been told that story from everybody and from all walks of life. So I want to clear it up right now. Is this true? That is 100% true, um, you know
6: they were having the urban division was giving a presentation. I think it's probably 75, 80 people in the room.
3: Mm-hmm.
6: Uh, and some of the other managers gave a typical presentation. We don't do typical. We, we, we put effort in everything we do. Mm-hmm. So I said, Hey, you know, I'm going to start from the back of the room. They had no idea what I was going to do. I uh, had them put on a song and they were looking at the stage. And I turned the lights off. And then everybody was like, oh, what the hell just happened? And, and then I turned the lights back on, had the microphone, and say, let me tell you what that represents. It represents that when I look at what we are building, we keep the lights on here. Music mm-hmm. World does, and Destiny's Child, and I, Beyonce. And, and at that time, I had like Jennings. I had a whole number of artists mm-hmm. that I represented. Uh, So, yes, that is true. Let me tell you another story. That's the part two of that. The part two of that is that you remember when in New York they had a power outage years ago? Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. of course. So there's a promotion guy that was there for years named James Brown of the whole names. Mm -hmm. James Brown, as the story goes, Went running through the hallways of Columbia. Who
3: pissed Matthew's nose
0: off?
6: Please call Matthew nose. Tell him we're sorry. Turn the lights back on. <laughs> <laughs>
3: oh, that's good.
0: <laughs> I'm glad to know it's true because it, it, it's been one of those stories that stayed with us and made yeah. us, for lack of a better term, keep our shit together. Yeah. So to know that it's true, it makes it even better. Yeah. Makes it even better. We sound
4: crazy! This is Chuck. Uh, I heard you say that 70s music was the best era of music. So I wanted to get your take on music today and where we go forward.
6: Oh, that's a good question, Chuck. Uh, you know, I talk about 70s music. I, I finished high school in 1970. We had the Vietnam War. We had also, we had hippies. Uh, we, we had racial tension in america can i remind you that story of what's going on today right Mm -hmm. uh we had an election going on richard nixon we had a whole lot of similarities to what's going on today and the reason why those songs i think were so great as songwriters because they were able to have experiences Mm-hmm. because the, those experiences in life is what gives a songwriter a light bulb to write a great song that's what in this pandemic I'm hopeful that some of the best songs ever
5: mm-hmm. and I
6: hope how many of you write one of those songs one mm-hmm. of the best songs ever when people are frightened homeless hopeless scared that we write those experiences down. And that's what I hope for today is that we
0: come out of this
6: pandemic with sharing those experiences as songwriters. I totally agree
4: with
0: that. Amen to that. Amen to that. Crazy. You just touched on something that that hits close to home for us because we're currently recording this from our studio in, in Franklin, Tennessee, where we have a company called Weirdo Workshop. And one of the reasons we moved here was to fix some of the things or fill in the gaps of what was missing with black music. And one of those things that's been missing since Destiny's Child were legitimate, real deal girl groups. And what I learned just by craving it was that it's not just about the act and the song, but the, the process of people singing together, harmonizing together, what that means when you see people unified, especially black women unified. So we actually started a girl band. Uh, they're called the Shindellas, but you are the master of managing, orchestrating, aiding in the success of a girl band. So I would love to ask you what advice you'd give to a girl band that is starting in the business today. With all the experience and knowledge that you have,
6: you come with some great questions, brother. <laughs> Did your homework, man? I'm impressed. So, so let let me give some context before I answer. At Columbia Records, I, I managed and uh, helped develop a girl pop girl group called Play that were multi platinum. Uh, they couldn't sell anything. They were from Sweden. They couldn't sell anything over outside of America, but here it was that pop bubblegum era. Uh, They did extremely well. And then there's Trinity 57 Seven that I've uh, had the pleasure to do six albums with who ended up their career as a contemporary gospel as a trio, not a duo, Mary Mary, but a trio, the best selling contemporary gospel trio of all time.
3: You bless me all oh
6: course there's destiny's child so i haven't done it once i haven't done it twice i've done it three times but i've also had seven failures but that's still better than the one percent ratio of success in the music industry right. uh, to have a 30 percent success but what the challenge is that's a, a tougher challenge when you put together a girl group than if you had a bunch of um, a blazer a woman a female group versus a male group and some of those challenges are uh, from a perspective that you have to really, really love the person that you're working with, any group that, 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 that is the case. And if you don't have that connection, it becomes very, very difficult. That's why you can never see a group have different managers uh, or different attorneys uh, or different PR people because it would be like having the Chicago bulls with Michael Jordan, having different coaches. We all know that wouldn't work. Right. So you you have to have this team approach to it. Uh, and everybody, and I, I was just doing a presentation this morning and I was talking about a harmonized workplace and, and it's the same with a group, uh, You have to have harmony, not in terms of vocal harmony, but harmony where everybody has a role that they play. You know, Dennis Rotman was a rebounder. He didn't care about shooting. Right. Mm -hmm. Scotty was the the epitome of a team player. He was the ultimate team player. And when we wanted to score, you know, Michael Jordan was going to do it. But when we gave it to Paxton. He better hit that three because he was wide open. Right. It was the same in Destiny's Child original lineup. Everybody had a role. If there was an interview, that was going to be Latavia. That was her role. If we were talking creative, that was going to be Beyonce. That was her role. So everybody plays a role in a group, and everybody has to accept their role. You can't you can't have everybody a lead singer. Just like. On the basketball team, everybody can't be the lead scorer. That's just impossible. So that's the approach we always have, but always fundamentally
0: keyed at artist development. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Amen to that, artist development. And
6: great songs. By the way, let me tell you my philosophy. You can be Beyonce all day long, but if you have a whack song, it equals whack.
3: Mm. That's
0: so true. You need a great song always. I think what we suffer from right now in the music of today Is that there's a lack of uh, focus on the two things you just said Artist development and great songs Um, There's so much talent There's so many bright lights and and intelligent people I I see as just a fan of music And then it's just the song is lackluster Or it hasn't been fully developed And ready to be put on the main stage the way it is And you're just scratching your head and, And wondering why you don't feel anything so just getting just getting those wise words from you about, about what's needed. I hope people hear this and 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 realize that it takes more than just looking good and the contract to to become a Beyonce, a Solange or Trendy Five Seven for that matter. Yeah. Well, let me let me just share that when
6: it comes especially to female artists, uh, that has been my specialty throughout my career. Uh, the the formula is great song. First of all, the formula is you have to have an artist that's passionate. Um, and because what coexists with passion is work ethics. And so when people say, oh boy, Beyonce sure works hard, that's because she's very, very, very passionate. Mm-hmm. So when you live your passion, you never work a day in your life because you live your passion. I'm living my passion this moment. I'm having fun doing this. So you have to have a passionate artist. Then you have to have a great song. And for females particularly, imaging becomes key and critical. And you have to have entertainment value. I don't give a damn about how well you sing. I can go to any Baptist church and find somebody that can sing. Mm, I want to know, do you have the ability to entertain? Do you know how to connect with the audience? Most of the time. Uh, if not all the time, you've got to be trained to become an entertainer. You have to understand the monitors. You have to understand the lights. Let me tell you what we used to do at Destiny Show. We used to practice failure. Mm. Think about that. We used to practice failure. So the girls would practice, and at any time they knew the lights might go off, they knew the microphone might go off, mm. they knew the track might go off, or a combination of all that. Or we might purposely make a zipper mess up where maybe the zipper or uh, button came off so that they could practice that. You have to practice
4: this stuff. Man, that's good. That
0: is so smart.
4: Man, I've never even heard of that practicing, practicing failure, failure to today. Wow. That's awesome.
0: That's a whole next book for you right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's a whole no, that's a whole no, no,
6: no, 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 no. I, I have five books, and I encourage, if you want to understand this, it's called The D.N.A. Of achievers.
3: Mm-hmm. Ten
6: traits of highly successful professionals. Mm-hmm. One chapter, by the way, you were right. One of the chapters is learning from failure and realizing failure is an
1: opportunity to grow, yeah. not a reason to quit. We sound crazy. And tell the audience, you have five books out. Five. Five. Yeah, I have
6: five. I have uh, race, you know, racism from the eyes of a child about me growing up. Uh, and gas in Alabama t- to today. Uh, then I have the emancipation of slaves through music. Let's talk about that journey from Africa uh, to the U.S. And, you know, we take for granted that they were Africans, that they could communicate. No, they were tribal. Mm-hmm. Uh, 35% of them were Muslims. Uh, they they couldn't re- communicate on that, that slave ship, so they, they took moaning and, and crying and Banging on the hull of the ship and pouncing their feet on the floor. That's, that's how they began to communicate. And when they came to uh, hear the U.S., how they used music to get through getting beat and that torture that they had to endure every day. Mm. Uh, and then I have a book, Media and Public Relations, uh, The Digital Age. Uh, and then I have Destiny Shaw, The Untold Story, mm. uh, and I'm working on artist management, uh, as well as the Knowles Institute, Bill, that I, I think you had an opportunity to look at, That uh, hopefully yeah. we can work together.
1: Yeah, you know, I'm really excited about just, one, the books, because you're such a great writer, and but I'm also like on the education side. I don't think many people know your passion for education, which is why I did the intro saying Dr. Yeah. Matthew Knowles. I mean, you really are an educator. And, and currently, you know, has a course. I mean, really, uh, I mean, it's, it's mind-blowing because it's really the questions that people are asking us about the music industry. Mm-hmm. Matthew has a full course. And we need that information. A curriculum. Like, I mean, it's a real-deal situation. And Beyonce sanctioned it. I mean, Matthew, you want to talk about that briefly? Just, you know. Yeah, uh, sure. So, we, you know,
6: this is my 12th year in academia. Uh, you know, I'm transitioning. You know, my record label I put up for sale, uh, you know, two weeks ago. So if anybody's interested in music world, uh, it's for sale. Uh, my passion today is to educate and to motivate in two areas, mm. the music, business, and entrepreneurship. That's my passion. That will be my exit. Uh, and and so 12 years of academia, uh, I teach now at Prairie View University. I taught at uh, Texas Southern for eight years, created a degree program called Entertainment Recording Management. I taught at this university where I graduated from for two years. I lecture all over the world right now uh, when we get back to normalcy. Uh, but that's my true passion, the Nose Institute is e learning. Uh, I think we all understand online is the future. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, this is a complete, you know, hundreds of courses of classes in e learning from artist management. Uh, all the way to Beyonce, her music, her entrepreneurship. uh, And and it covers entrepreneurship, all sorts of business courses. So I'm
0: excited about that. That's exciting. Yeah, that is exciting. That's very exciting because I I feel like even though there's many people that have been successful in the music business and are well-known, there's still a lack of honest, thorough education about what getting in the music business is, especially for Black people, especially from Black men. So I'm excited to to understand more about the course and read the books as well. So P- Phil, please gift us the book. Done.
1: Consider it done.
0: Thank yeah, you man. very much.
1: Maybe yeah. can give a few away to our listeners. We sound crazy.
4: You're so known for the the artists that you break that I want I want to give the the listeners an insight into your favorite songs of on your discography. Can you give us three your top 3 favorite songs on your discography?
6: Uh, of all, all of my artists in my career or a specific artist?
4: All, all of them in your career. Ooh,
6: come on, son, <laughs> <laughs> Man, you cold,
3: brother!
4: I'm sorry,
6: <laughs> just Fine, putting you on the spot it. a little bit. So first, let me just make sure the listeners understand because there's a void in his story mm. uh, that some people call history. Versus my story, the truth. Uh, In 2002, I sold Music World to Sanctuary. Sanctuary was the largest independent record label in the world with 750 employees around the world based in London. Uh, I came in as a top senior executive level and became, and we formed a division called Music World Urban Sanctuary Records. And we also had a management company. Now, I don't understand. And this is where racism comes in, guys. If I was a white man and accomplished what I'm about to tell you guys, Mm. I would be ranked by far one of the top executives ever in the history of music. So let me tell you one thing. Go back to Billboard magazine, which we all consider the Bible of music. Go back to Billboard Artists of the Decade from 2000 to 2009. The top 10 artists of the decade is Beyonce, Destiny's Child of the Decade. Mm. And then throw in my son-in-law, Jay-Z, because he's also in Mm. there. So my family has 30% of the top 10 artists of
3: the decade. That is deep
6: and heavy.
4: Think, Think deep, about that. Deep and heavy. Yes, Lord. Don't get it twisted, get it
3: twisted. my shit, bow down, bitches. Bow down, bitches. down, bitches.
6: So in 2002, I, I sold a company. I became the president of Sanctuary, Urban, in the Music World Sanctuary. And, and then on the management side, at that time, I had Mario. You know, Mario's wow. only Grammy nomination, number one record. I was his manager.
3: You should let me love you. Let me be the one to give you everything you want any. need. Wow.
6: How did that get lost? I don't know. But then, you know, also, I, of course, I had Destiny Childs, some lines. Or I had uh, architected uh, each one of the ladies' solo career. The reason I had Music World Gospel was because of Michelle, mm. uh, the, the president of Columbia Records, Donnie Einer and I at the time when I walked in and said, this is my strategy. I want each one of the ladies to, to have their own solo careers and I want it to be their passion individually. So Michelle loved gospel. We couldn't afford at that time and Bill, you can, you can appreciate this, those labels were so highly competitive that Donnie wasn't going to let RCA have Michelle. Mm. So he was like, what are we going to do, Matthew? I said, well, we got to form a gospel label. So that's how we formed the Music World Gospel.
3: Then one day you
6: Then Kelly wanted to be pop, and I shared what I said. Kelly, what you should do is, I want you to focus on outside America. I don't want y'all competing. Be that pop artist. Mary the as
3: a Marilyn Monroe. She put her fingers in the that Chinese theater show. She could have been a movie star. I got the chance to go
6: that far. You know, most people don't realize Kelly's first album sold over 4 million records outside of America. 4 million. And on her first album, 30% of the songs were written by Solange. Okay. Wow. And we know what Beyonce did. You don't have to go through that. But then on Sanctuary, guess who else was our roster?
4: Who's that?
1: The last Earth, Wind & Fire album. Wow. I did. That was signed to me. And Ray J was over there too, Matthew. Don't forget that Ray J. Ray J, one wish. I had to go and beg Rodney Jerkin. Hey, man,
6: I need a damn hit song for this kid. (laughs) <laughs> and he played me all these damn songs. I said, Oh, yeah, I like that One Wish song. His only true hit in his whole career, One Wish. Then we have The OJs which we still do in our catalog, because it's another conversation The strategy I always have to have catalog and build a catalog label. So we have two days glass two albums. Then we have of Khan and the London Symphony. And wow. I said, Chaka, you know, a, I have an idea. Let's go and do some standard records. Let's go and get the London Symphony. And if you haven't ever heard that album, and you understand truly the beauty of music and the beauty of orchestra and mixing and mastering. Mm. You no, know, most people don't know that I was part of every Destiny Child mix, mixing and mastering. And the three albums, first album of Beyonce, I think his story won't allow people to even realize that Beyonce's first three albums is also on Music World, Columbia Records. Mm. And we also did Cool
3: in a Game
6: Wow! and Friends. We got Jamiroquois. We have Lisa Stanfield on that album. <laughs> I mean, you know, people don't really know because his story the white boys don't want everybody to know this black man did this.
4: Man. But well, we're going to do our job spreading the
1: word because yeah. that's crazy. Yeah, the legacy that's, has to be known. I feel bad that I didn't know that. Crazy! crazy. So Matthew, you're not gonna give us three songs? You gave us all that and then you're not gonna give me three songs? I'm, I'm, coming, I'm, I'm, coming, I'm coming back to that. I'm like I'm like Donald Trump.
6: I, I know how to deflect. <laughs> so I, I gotta get the rest of this story out, man. Okay. This ending. Yeah.
3: Please, so
6: please. so that's the that, that's the record label part. On the management part, then I went out and bought four management companies. Troy Carter and Julius II had Floretry and E made those kids millionaires in their twenties. Mm. Hmm. I went out and bought Nelly's manager company. So now do you understand why Nelly and Kelly did that song together? Wow. When <laughs> oh, his wow. manager re- his manager reported to me and I bought his company?
3: No matter what I do, all only thing you got is
6: you, even when in my booth, you know I'm crazy for you. Demet who used to be over marketing at Columbia Urban Records, he had Mary Mary, a bondage company. Ken Do Isaacs, at the time was Mary J. Blige, uh, one of her writers. I bought his company. I still have a Mary Day Blige DVD uh, that she did in L.A. at the House of Blues on Sunset that I haven't put out yet,
0: mm. that I have
6: the rights to put out. Wow. So, so Rick James, we just put out a Rick James album uh, just recently. People don't even know what they don't know, right? Right. Mm-hmm. right. So now I answer your question. <laughs> i have to say that because i want you to know how hard it is yeah yeah uh, i can and see then that you now. throw in leandria johnson yeah who we did four or
1: five albums with uh that she was the number one gospel artist now, now matthew of, i want to 20- con- i want to connect the dot for you on leandria i'm glad you brought leandria up because chuck harmony right here you know is the actual producer for jesus the song she won the grammy with yeah.
6: Guess what? That was gonna be one of my three. Oh wow. Man, That's I'm why honored I was coming by. to her and save her for last because that song is incredible.
4: Oh wow. wow. thank you, man. That that means a lot.
6: Incredible. No, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Uh so that would be one of the songs, Jesus. Uh the other song would be Beyonce. Gosh, she's got so many. Where do I start? Uh, me, myself, and I would fall in that category as well. Yeah, I love that
3: song. <laughs>
6: most people don't know that I'm a song guy, mm, they don't mm-hmm. know that. Yeah, most people don't know if you look at the credits of Survivor, you'll see M. Noel.
1: Wow.
6: Hello, drop the mic.
1: Oh man. Drop the mic. Hey Matthew, which part which line did you write one sell without me sold nine million? It that was don't your matter, line. Man, I ain't giving up. I ain't giving up what I wrote. Let me tell you what. Let me tell you what. Play that song and you'll
6: also hear me. That's my vocals going. Mm, the comedy, mm, 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 mm. what? Well, that's actually me doing that. there. you singing, wow. You're like, singing oh, background right, on Survivor on the record.
0: That's
3: crazy.
6: <laughs> wait, wait,
0: hold on, stop, stop the press. Matthew Knowles is singing backgrounds on Survivor. That is crazy. That's amazing. That's, that's music music crazy. History, that's music history.
6: <laughs> and then I have to tell you, man, uh, Solange's song "Cranes in the Sky," man. Yes. Mm. That is an amazing song. Amazing. And she wrote that song almost seven years before she put it out. She was in Miami and just in a hotel and saw all the cranes or buildings being built and stuff, uh, which was her inspiration for it.
3: Well, it's like cranes in the sky. Sometimes I don't want to fill those metal
6: And then Destiny Shaw would be uh, Survivor. I mean, it was mm-hmm. one of the be- best songs and, and Say My Name. I mean, it's just hard to say. They got so many, many. Yeah,
3: that's Because a lot of now
6: hits. you can understand the philosophy that starts with a great hit. We sound crazy! Now, Destiny Shaw, let me tell you another hit, and jewel. Female empowerment was a strategy. So it's not by luck. You got songs like all the female empowerment type of songs that destiny shall have. Think about those songs that they had. It was just about, I can pay my own bills. Mm-hmm. I don't need you to pay my bills. My body, regardless of the size is bully licious, you know, Think about Charlie's Angels and take that song out of the Charlie's Angel movie. Mm. Uh it's it all female empowerment. Yeah. Destiny's child.
0: Yeah. And the messaging matters. The messaging so matters.
6: Yeah. It
0: does. Crazy. What's up, We Sound
4: Crazy Podcast listeners? It's your boy Chuck Harmony. And that concludes part one of our incredible conversation with Deep Matthew Knowles. Stay tuned for part two. He's dropping more gems on us, but first, let's go out on a classic from Destiny's Children.
3: When I'm feeling lonely When it's all over, please get up and leave Question, tell me how you feel about this Try to control me, boy, you get dismissed Pay my own funnel and I pay my own bills Always 50-50 in relationships The shoes on my feet, I thought The clothes I'm wearing, I